I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. All right, starting again. It wouldn't be us without a little phone part, a little technical difficulty. Um, I've got a cold open. The person that emailed me saying that they wanted to marry you for your brain and or your accent um, then replied back after listening to the shit show saying, oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Sophie sounds really nice. And I was just in my 30-year-old fangirl era, 30-year-old teenage girl era or something. Okay, and, well, Sophie's not really nice. Um, and so. Nick's actually looking for options. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sophie actually wants to make a cameo on the pod one day. Yeah, we, we can get her on. It'll happen. Mm. Um, Squish, we are in the same place. In the very same place, in the very same room, leaning on the very same bed. <laughs> yeah, we're literally both. I don't know how to explain it to you. We're using our bed as a stand-up desk. Well, not Yes, our. and not, not, <laughs> not our, our bed. Not our bed. <laughs> the siblings were daddy. Um, <laughs> we're never beating those fucking rumours. Oh, oh, no, there's no rumours. Right, no. There's no allegations, no rumours, nothing. Not, <laughs> okay, um, next right. bed. Bogged down. We are... Using Nick's bed as a desk, and we're both perched... As a stand-up desk, but on our knees instead of on our... <laughs> on our feet. Yeah. And, like, the microphone's, like, quite a little way in the middle of the bed. It's a king. It's a queen. Queen. And, anyway... Um... Any any other details about my bed you want to... <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of got a salmon, or maybe pink um, duvet cover. The label described it as caramel, but it's definitely not that. <laughs> And Nick was trying to prove to me that it was pink, so we turned to the above light pink. <laughs> I was like, I'll find the lighting where it looks pink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Squish, um, we're in the same place for at least a few months, so the shit shows are only going to get better. Uh, you say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, I fucking can't. Um, but anyway, what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? Uh, this actually comes from Sophie. Thank you very much for doing half my job. Are you a Burger King girl or are you a McDonald's girl? Oh, I'm a KFC Zinger Burger girl. Okay, well, <laughs> KFC Thailand has released uh, Double Down But Just Cheese. No, that was so bad. It was really <laughs> that bad. That was bad. No, oh. but Remy, you can keep that shit in there. Oh, no, delete it. Um, okay, well, this doesn't apply to you at all. Burger King Thailand have added a burger with no meat and 20 slices of cheese to the menu. Um, um, as it's marketed, it contains no beef patty, no lettuce, tomatoes, no gherkins or onions, but 20 layers of processed cheese slices. Okay. Would you order? Um, it depends on my level of inebriation. It depends if it was toasted. Oh, like a grilled cheese. Yeah, like a grilled cheese. But seriously, you'd want the patty and the gherkins and the... And 20 layers is a little bit... I want to see a real-life photo of this. It's only got a promotional yeah. photo. It's really cheap. It's um, five New Zealand dollars rather than the regular price of 
$17.60. Which is interesting because cheese, low-key expensive. Mm. But maybe but I suppose the me. rest of the ingredients is kind of expensive too. Yeah. Apparently it's- it is real. Not for fun, this is real. No, not for fun. Never fun. No, I'm not fun. Do you know who might like it? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant as uh, the Oompa Loompa in the Willy Wonka, Timothy Chalamet. How do you... (laughs) (laughs) That's my segue into my weirdest thing, which was seeing Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa in the new Willy Wonka with Timothy Chalamet in it. Try try explaining that sentence to a Victorian child. (laughs) Try explaining a Burger King burger with 20 slices of processed cheese in it to a Victorian child. Try explaining the shit show to a Victorian child. Sorry. Try explaining the colour of this bedspread to a Victorian (laughs) child. Anyway, um, my weirdest thing is Hugh Grant is an Oompa Loompa. And also, my weirdest thing slash first news story is just... I'm actually sick of hearing people um, make, like, intellectualised takes on threads. The only take I want to talk about is... Elon Musk calling Zuck a cuck, and then eight hours later asking him for a penis measuring contest. Yeah, I mean, I had some really good like thoughts written down here, like really intellectual, really sort of thought provoking statements. I wanted to hear what you had to think about the whole the whole thing, but no, um, yeah, Zuck cuck, Zuck cuck. Yeah. That's all we. That is the essence of threads. No thoughts, just posts. <laughs> And uh, right now, like, have you gone insane? And slightly, because what did I drink before we got on here? Something with sugar in it. Full sugar creaming soda, everyone. Bumberg. I'm, um, I'm on dry July. Not dry from sugar, though. That's probably the, that's yeah. probably the additive, that's the addictive thing. That's I the thing you have to stop the most. <laughs> anyway, so did you see Zuck Kuck thing? I did see that. Did you see Zuckerberg training with Israel Adesanya? Um, yeah, and he's low-key ripped. Zuck? Yes. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you. No, you... Yeah, guys, every day Nick's been saying, Zuck is so ripped. Oh, my God. They bought it. <laughs> no. Guess what had happened, Nick, last week before we... So, last week we recorded the shit show and I said I couldn't talk about threads to mm-hmm. Nick because mm-hmm. I'd been let in. And then fucking by Friday, by the day the shit show was released, threads was all out in the open and we could have talked about all the... All the features. Stuff. Yeah, I know. So I that happen. Basically, the job um, never gets easier, does it, as a podcast host that records on a Wednesday <laughs> and it releases on a Friday. A whole Thursday's worth of news. <laughs> and often it hits on a Thursday. Mm. Anyway, one thing that is going to be the opposite of being deleted from NATO is potentially Sweden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sweden's get the big old anti-delete from NATO. Well, NATO is unique, everyone. It's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It's essentially a military alliance. And it's not that unique, actually. The thing about it is, if you want to be part of it, every single country that's already a member, I think there's about 31 in there, has to approve you. And if one country doesn't want you in there, they can veto. They can get rid of you. So, Turkey, for a while, has been vetoing Sweden. They've been um, saying, nope, Sweden's Sweden's application can't go through because they accuse... um, Sweden of having Kurdish militants of hosting them. Sweden has Kurdish militants? Well, Turkey has accused them of hosting Kurdish What do the militants. Kurds have any business? 
well, if I was a better shit show host, I might have looked mm, into that. Right. But instead, we're doing um, NATO for dummies. So anyway, Turkey, the reason that they can do this, gobble gobble, is because they are one of the 31 NATO members. You've just pissed a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so, yeah, they used their big old veto card. Anyway, Sweden had made some changes that obviously Turkey thought were good enough. And so Turkey were like, yep. We are going to accept your application and now it just needs to pass through the Turkish government to be ratified and no one knows when that'll happen, but everyone's pretty confident that as soon as that happens, Sweden will be in NATO. So that's pretty dope for them. Good for Sweden, yeah. Seriously. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, and now I don't have a good segue for this, but story number two, Squish, have you been seeing what up with the BBC at the moment? No. Okay, well, this is a story that, again, very shit you should care about. Every time I send a newsletter, a new update happens, and I'm already out of date by the time I've sent the newsletter um, with the story. But this is basically a timeline of it. BBC suspends host um, for paying a teen $45,000 for sexually explicit photos. That's the headline um, on day one of this sort of scandal. And basically, a male host, allegedly, whose identity has remained um, private, has been yeah accused of paying a teenager $45K for sexually explicit photos over th- over a three-year period, which allegedly began when the person was only 17. But this came to light through The Sun. And we all know The Sun is quite um, a tabloidy, mm. infamous, you know, outlet. But they broke the story with an interview with this um, teenager's mother and she told the paper that her teen used the money to fund a drug habit. She said, I blame the BBC man for destroying my child's life, taking my child's innocence and handing over the money for crack cocaine that could kill my child. So um, allegedly she had gone to the BBC about this. The BBC hadn't done anything because, well, I, I don't know why I said because. I don't know why they didn't do anything about yeah. it. Then this hit the BBC. This hit, It was quite funny to see the BBC reporting on a BBC mm. host. Host got stood down, but we don't know who they are still. And then a lawyer representing the young person at the centre of this um, disputed their own mother's account of events, the one that went to The Sun, and said the allegations reported in The Sun newspaper are rubbish and that the young person sent the newspaper a denial on Friday, but it proceeded to publish their inappropriate article. Yeah, because The Sun's fucking with his bag. Yeah, well, that's what people are saying. I saw, like, some um, tweets about this. See, this is why Twitter is still relevant, because um, people have unhinged but quite funny takes, if you just read them in good faith. It was like, this is, like, classic twink behaviour. Someone's found their um, sugar daddy, and they're like, no, fuck off, like, mm-hmm. leave leave, it, leave us alone. So, yeah, the mum's got in the middle, and then the person has that was actually involved has denied it. The son chose not to run the denial and just run the interview with the mum. 
And then I woke up this morning, so this is over a three-day period for me. Um, BBC presenter sent abusive and menacing messages to a second young person. Oh. So um, the very latest right now, which will definitely change by the time you're listening to this, as the world tends to go, um, who is not linked to the first person, has come forward and told BBC News that they felt threatened by the BBC presenter at the centre of a row over payment for sexually explicit photos. And so this person in their early 20s was first contacted anonymously by the male presenter on a dating app. They say they were put under pressure to meet up, but they never did. And then the young person hinted online that they might name the presenter and then their presenter allegedly got abusive. Um, So at this stage, the BBC have contacted the presenter directly. Again, we still don't know who it is. Someone in response to the newsletter actually commented, I know who the presenter is, and just left it at that. Oh, cool. Which is, I think, kind of good, because we probably can't be seen to be having names pression, like... Well, it's not names pression. It's not court-ordered, but... Oh, but, yeah, okay. I actually... There's an article that I should have read about, on the BBC, why they don't have to give Mm. the name of this person. Anyway, the BBC presenter and his lawyer have not responded to this new claim, Squish, so... Basically, it's a bit of a shit show at the BBC, it BB seems. <laughs> Nick's just like, oh. hit his head on the stand. So I just don't know what the, how to segue that into. <laughs> into. Well, do you know what? We've got nothing else because I haven't found a good news story. Oh, I've got Daniel Ricciardo. <gasps> oh! I suppose that's a good news story. Yeah, talk, talk to us about Danny Rick. Um, Danny Rick. Oh. Netflix star. Um, gorgeous from, smiley boy. Gorgeous smiley Australian boy from Perth. Western Australia, um, is back in Formula One. So Aww. he's driving for AlphaTauri, which is the Red Bull like sister team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's replacing Nick DeVries, who came in this year, rookie. I um, saw a lot of people really upset with the handling of... Like, yeah. Obviously, and not at Danny Rick, because everyone loves him and it's gorgeous to see him back on the grid, but a lot of people were... But then I don't know, again, if this is just social media outrage doing its thing. Red Bull have notoriously been poor savage. in handling their their drivers. Um, they are savage. Savage yeah. is actually a really good word for it because they're very... Uh, cutthroat. Cutthroat, yeah. Yeah, so when Alex Albon wasn't doing well in the Red Bull... Yes! He got cut when Pierre Gasly wasn't doing well in the... It's basically they're just scrolling through people yeah. trying to see if they can find someone that can keep up with Max Verstappen. Obviously, last year, Daniel Ricciardo did really poorly in the McLaren. Yes. So, Zach Brown kicked his ass out. And then, yeah, went back. Daniel Ricciardo went back to Red Bull. Yeah. His his home, his, his first sort of team where he found major success. Uh, yeah. Um, and has, apparently he's been doing really well in the simulator, being really helpful, because um, um. he's still a good driver. And he has been really showing up, sticking around, showing up for that mm. team. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'll be so exciting. So what's the next race? Is it Monza? Uh, Hungary, I think. Uh, yeah. In a couple of weeks' time. I don't think, because we've just had uh, two races in a row. So yeah. there's a break. And then maybe next week. And will we get to see Danny Rick? Danny Rick's driving in a race in a uh, Formula One car. Imagine if he won. Unfortunately, the car is really bad at oh. the moment. Um, that's another reason, kind of, why they may have bought him in. At um, least that's kind of a low-pressure entry back into the sport if everyone knows your car's bad. Yeah, but if he gets whooped by his teammate, then that's probably not so good. But 
reminds to be saying to be interesting. Who is his teammate? Is it Yuki? Uh, Yuki Sonoda. Yeah. Oh, and they Ryan already Yuki. have banter because he pushed him off a boat. Yes. That is actually such a good news story. I um, when I saw that come across my Instagram this morning, I was like, "Whoop!" I love Danny Rick. There, I've been watching the Tour de France in the morning. Yep. Um, so I haven't been on Twitter. Yep. In the morning, so that or any social media really, so yep. that I don't the result isn't oh, spoiled yeah. for me. Yes. So when the race finished, I opened up my various social media apps, and I saw oh. that was like the first thing I saw. I was like, "Oh shit." Oh, yeah, I was gut reaction happy. Then I saw everyone being outraged, but I was like, I don't know who this other driver is, and Danny Rick is my allegiance. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for Nick DeVries, but it is what it is. Is it, is it silly season or not? Uh, not just yet, but maybe it's silly season now. It's feeling a bit silly. And do you know what I forgot to do at the start of this podcast? What? Housekeeping. Y'all need to review and rate and comment if that's what you can do on these podcasts. Anyway, um, you got anything else you want to say? We got, we've had quite a speedy ep, so if you've just got any These chat, ones where we're in person are always really speedy. Yeah. I find. Because we're not having to deal with the lag and um, Nick's browser. This is boring chat for you all, but Nick's browser always used to crash when we were trying to record remotely. Mm. So... So how else can we kill time? So we're at nineteen minutes now. So So basically <laughs> That was yeah, me trying de- to kill time. <laughs> yeah, dead air. That's yeah, traditionally in broadcasting, dead air dead is a great really way. Do you know what? People don't want to be listening for too long. They no, just want they the don't news. Want, especially none of this shit for Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sorry if we've just made you not want to like, review and subscribe, but please do all of that. Come read the newsletter, come find us on threads or on TikTok or on Instagram or Twitter. Um but mostly in the newsletter. Yeah. Bye Sweet. everyone. See ya. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,